This is a Founding Media podcast. Welcome. This is Leveraging Life. I'm Courtney Santana. And I'm Becky Henderson. Yes. And we're here to talk about something very interesting today that limits people, but it's very necessary uh, means of relationship. And that is... We're talking about boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. Yes. We talk about the tough stuff in here. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, the, someone might be asking, okay, what do boundaries have to do with leveraging life? Yes. And, and I would say that um, it's actually a really important part of it. Because yes. if you don't have boundaries, you're going to have a really hard time um, leveraging what life is bringing to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm curious, Courtney, what's, what would you say... What would you say is the reason why people struggle with boundaries? Um, I think... Or reasons. Could be more than one. Reasons, yes. For me, I know it's my fear of disappointing people. So I'll extend myself to the, the nth degree to avoid having someone disappointed in me. So that people pleaser mentality, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um not knowing what boundaries look like, because maybe they never had them established for themselves. So it's like, I don't know how to you know, practice something I've never seen. I mean, those are one of a couple of reasons. I think that that would probably be why people don't like boundaries or they don't use them. Well, and I think that could actually be a a really big, um, a really big reason or a common reason. Maybe one of the most common reasons is because when, when something hasn't been distinguished for you or modeled for you, it's not even on your radar Mm -hmm. that it's, that it's a thing. Right. We, We call that the realm of what you don't know that you don't know. Yes. So yeah. it's if you've come up in a culture or a family or a community mm-hmm. where um, what gets modeled for you is your boundaries uh, that you don't have an option, sure. you know, to say no yeah. or to set a boundary mm-hmm. or, you know, that, that it's not okay to yeah. disagree or, you know, all of those types of things, yeah. then yeah, it could be, um, it can be a real challenge. Well, you know, it's funny. I have a friend. I said she should teach a seminar because I've never seen anybody actually say no so like perfectly. She she doesn't walk into situations that she doesn't want to be in. She basically tells people, no, that doesn't work for me. And people accept it. The power of no. I said, you should teach a class. She goes, I absolutely should because people don't resent her after it. They don't, they're not mm-hmm. angry with her. She's done it in such a beautiful way that people actually walk away having a better understanding of who she is. And it's, it's a, it's a, a gift for sure, because a lot of people don't say no. I, I'm not very good at, at saying no. Yeah. Have you ever heard that no is a complete sentence? Yes. She says that. She says that. I'm giving uh-huh. big ups to Prudence right now because she actually does say that. Yeah. 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 No, the- period. Yeah. yeah, it actually doesn't require any explanation. Well, you know, I always say no, dot, 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 which means how can I make this right for you at some point, even though mm. it should be a hard no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there, <laughs> what, in, you know what that says? So that, that sense of I've got to make this easier mm-hmm. on you or I've got to make you okay with it actually is an indicator of not having your own emotional boundaries. Yes. Like what's yours to take care of and what's your neighbors. Right. Right? When it right. Comes, and, and there are different kinds of boundaries. There's yes. there's mental, emotional, there are physical, you know, geographical, there are um, you know, spiritual yes. boundaries. Um one of the one of the things though that I think maybe some people 
can be confused about is they think that a boundary is like like a wall. Right. Right? That that right. a boundary cuts off relationship. Yes. And actually I would say boundaries enhance relationship. Absolutely. Because I don't I don't need a boundary with someone I don't intend to have a relationship with. Okay. Okay. So if it's a short term relation or a short term interaction, you don't really have to have You're, a relationship. So yeah, like yeah, so yeah. yeah, I can I can build a wall. Sure. You know, here's my wall, and and you don't get in here because you and I are not we're not in relationship right. with one another. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that's the way you know that someone should live, right. but but just to draw a contrast with then what is a boundary? Mm-hmm. You know, a boundary is actually there to enhance to allow you to stay in relationship. Yeah, with someone and. And when it's practiced well, here's what I've found, is that when boundaries are practiced well, it allows you to be with anyone Mm -hmm. that you want to be with without trying to change them. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, Uh a lot of times I feel when people struggle with boundaries is because they're afraid people will be upset with them. They don't mm-hmm. want to lose what their perceived relationship is. But at the end of the day, like you said, it enhances relationship because you guys kind of know where you stand in the relationship. So it's really important to establish, yeah. right? So with that, that whole um, that whole interchange sure. of someone being upset with me, or mm-hmm. usually how that actually shows up, here's the fear. It's not just, oh, I'd, I'm afraid of them being upset. Mm-hmm. The fear, the way it, it, it shows up for people is, I'm afraid or I don't want to make you mad. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Or I don't want to disappoint you as if that's possible. Yeah. Why do we do that with people we don't even know? Well, whether it's people I don't know or even someone that I do, let let me give you an example of of really what I'm getting at. So it was years ago, I was having a conversation with a psychiatrist Mm. friend of mine and I, I said something, I don't even remember what it was that I said, but mm-hmm. then I followed it up with, oh, I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. Hmm. And he looked at me and he said, sweetie, you're not powerful enough to do that. Oh, <laughs> well, I and guess I he just get, told you. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was yeah. like, huh? Yeah. What do you mean? Because our language gives us this impression that what I do yeah. automatically makes you feel this or that. Right. That never happens. Right. It's just it's, a pre- it's a perception it's, that you it's have. It's my perception. Yeah. So you can't make me mad. Right. It's my perception of what you're doing or not doing. Right. That's generating the experience that I'm having. So it's really getting. So this is where th- this this particular boundary gets really really useful. Sure. Is that I own I am the source of the experience that I'm mm. having in the moment. Okay. With your behavior. Right. Sure. So there's your behavior and then there's my perception of your behavior. Okay. My feeling is coming from my perception. Hmm. Not inherently from your behavior. So it's like I own I have to own my reaction to, you know, I said no. You may or may not like it, but it's my perception that you you don't like it or not. Cuz sometimes we well, make the wrong we we make the wrong choice like or the, yeah, the wrong yeah. belief. Or like if you say no, yes. And I get mad about that. Mm. Okay? You didn't make me mad. Right. I chose to be mad. I'm yes, I'm choosing or to I'm be choosing. I'm choosing to have this response, this reaction to you saying no. Okay. It's when you try to mitigate that for me. You try to uh, you're tr- actually trying to manage my experience yes. that I am the author of. Hmm. 
Trying to be in control that's, of something you have nothing to do with. Exactly. And yeah. that, that's the freedom in what that psychiatrist said to me. Sweetie, you're not powerful enough to do that. Yeah. But like, really like, let that sink in. Yeah. I do not have the power to choose your feelings for you. Yeah. And yeah. when you start to get that about yourself, then it's, you start to, to even, you start to back off. You, you just stop trying yeah. to manage that for other people. Yeah. You know, the more that you own the, your experience, the, the, the more comfortable you are with other people owning their experience. That's great. That's Even their good. experience of you. Yes. That is very freeing, actually. You're not that powerful. Like, you have the, the ability to change people and their thoughts and their behaviors just by, you know, what you say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's dive on yeah. more. What? Yeah. Well, so so here's what happens. when When you're willing to take ownership mm -hmm. for the experience that you're creating for yourself. That's what I mean by it allows you to then be with anybody. So if there's someone in your life mm -hmm. that, that you're committed to, like I'm, I'm committed to continuing in relationship with this person and you're taking full ownership over your experience of that, well, then you can never be in a place where now they're taking advantage of you or mistreating you because you were... You, and you never have to try to control them. You can sure. just, let me give you an example. Um, let's say there's someone who uh, they, they are the kind of person where they're, you know, they're always criticizing. Okay. Okay. They're, they're criticizing you. And you've decided, you know what, I, I don't want to be in that kind of conversation anymore. Mm -hmm. What a boundary would look like, you taking ownership of you mm -hmm. without trying to control them at all, mm -hmm. a boundary would sound something like, you know what, I love you and I desire a relationship with you, but I'm not going to engage in that kind of conversation wow. anymore. And you can do what you want. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a free agent in this world, yeah. but I'm letting you know right now, if that's the kind of conversation that you want to have, I'm going to be ending it. I'm going to be hanging up the phone. I'm going to be wow. walking out the door. You do what you want. That's basically saying you can do what you want, but I'm going to take off because this is not fitting me and this is what I need. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's powerful. Mm. Well, and that person's going to take that in the next conversation. It might, they might even take it into the next relationship and realize that, you know, I think it's really important to establish those. That's interesting. Yeah. So mm. that, that would be, yeah, an example of a boundary. I like that though. I like the way mm -hmm. that you put it. So how would someone who's never established boundaries... Um, take that step in saying, this is what I value. I mean, because I, I think that boundaries are meant to protect something. Mm -hmm. So how do they define what it is that they're protecting or just getting to the root of, you know, why am I, I why am I holding this place sacred? And, and should I be holding it sacred when you this is two or three questions in one, but I think the first one was. So I think if there's been if there's been a history of not having boundaries there sure. in your life, the other thing that you've not only have you been not taught to mm. how to create um, healthy boundaries, sure, you've also not been taught that what you desire matters. Mm. Okay. So you've got to start waking up to my opinion matters. Okay. Without justification, right? Yeah. You, you don't have to validate it, but that there's something there. There's something that you desire or something that you want. Mm -hmm. It's it's like being happy for no reason. Okay. It's like I, I choose happiness, like, and I don't have to validate it. I don't have to argue for it. Sure. It's just what I chose. It's just what I chose. Right. So uh, taking on this this way of being that mm -hmm. says, um, you know, 
for my life that I can I can actually choose a boundary that holds sacred something that I desire for the sake of holding sacred something that I desire. Yes. But if I haven't been taught how to do that, then it comes it comes with it this sense of um, because if if you've had a history of your desires being run over, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like when you're a little kid or whatever, and 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 that's been happening for you, then you're learning it's not okay to say no, and you're learning it's not okay to to give voice to what it is that you want in in an empowered kind of way. Sure. So it's that's part of setting boundaries is looking seeing that what it is that you're protecting is valuable because it's yours. Right. So if you don't have that that perceived value of yourself, then you don't set up those boundaries. Yeah, that tend they they tend to go together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. how do you build on that value? How do you decide, mm-hmm. hey, I am valuable enough that I need to to create these boundaries? I mean, I'm seeing I'm actually learning a lot myself because I have the tendency to overextend myself because I will not say no. And I know I've never self-identified as somebody that has an issue with my self-worth now. As I get out of some old habits mm-hmm. and behaviors that mm-hmm. I've had my entire life, um, now I still feel like I still do it, but I'm not doing it to that degree. How do I do that? I think it starts with the choice. Okay. And and this is what I would also say about that choice is that, see, if you're waiting to feel valuable mm. before you start treating yourself as valuable, you're going to go the rest of your life mm. because the, the feeling oftentimes won't come first. Okay. Like it, it gets cultivated. Okay. So if you haven't created the space mm. for it to take root and get cultivated, mm-hmm. then you're, you're going to be waiting forever. Yeah. So it's, it starts with a choice choose, even if I don't feel the, that sense of value and worth, mm-hmm. I choose it. Yes. I just choose it. And then from there, I, pr- I protect that space and I actually nurture it so yeah. that a week from now, a month from now, 10 years from now, this sense of who I am is valuable and worth it mm-hmm. becomes my new way, becomes my new normal. Yeah. It becomes a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say this, that if you haven't practiced saying no, mm-hmm. or if it ha- you know, if you haven't given yourself permission to say no, mm. it's going <laughs> to feel weird. Yes. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Because you're yep. always thinking in the back of your head, oh my gosh, they're going to go and like not c- talk to me again, or they're not going to, you know, uh-huh. just irrational thoughts that mm-hmm. you create, you know, your self-talk. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I know it's not true. And then you go back to that person and it's like, hey, you start making concessions before you even, before they even open their mouths. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I have also found this, that um, you got to get clear on the kind of relationships you're committed to having. Okay. What's the quality of the relationship professionally, personally, uh, that you are going to have, that you're going to be a stand for? Okay. And your boundaries, your your capacity to say no, actually is a great test of the kind of people that you're dealing with. Okay. Because you know what? Someone might get mad when you tell them no. Okay. They might get mad. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing I'm going to do is, is going to change that, I don't believe, right? Exactly. Like, right. if they're going to get mad when you set a boundary, what does that say to you about the kind of person they are? That this may not be somebody that I can have that kind of relationship with. Yeah. yeah. And, and isn't that great information? It is. It's valuable information. But we live in such an emotion-driven, 
you know, uh-huh. society where that, ma- you know, how you feel when you, when you're around me and how you feel when I'm not here is so, so important. I mean, I, mm-hmm. and we've established that. I mean, everything is emotion driven. So if you're living on that, it's, it doesn't feel good to feel like somebody's un- unhappy with you, you know? It's, it really goes back to, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's pleasant sure. when people are unhappy with you, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you get to decide the experience that you're going to have around that, whether you're still okay or not, or whether you're not okay unless everyone else, like just notice the, the impact on the quality of your life when, um, let me put it this way. I love what Wayne Dyer said. Hmm. He said, free yourself from the concern of the good opinions of others. Okay. I like that. If I'm no longer concerned about you having a good opinion of me, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty liberating. It is. No, it doesn't mean I'm going to show up and be a jerk to you. Right. Because oh, I just don't care what Courtney thinks about me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's, more, it's like I'm no longer being driven by this nonstop concern that you approve of everything that I'm doing. Mm. Now I can show up in true service to you. Absolutely. Because we know where we stand with each other. Yeah. Because yeah. see, if I'm worried about your opinion of me, yeah. I'm never really going to be of service to you. Yeah. Yeah. Not because, full service. because everything that I'm doing is really being motivated by, I hope she accepts me. Yes. Right? So I'm going to say what I think is going to get me that acceptance. And that's actually um, one of the things we wanted to to share today was a distinction. Yes. Between being nice and being kind. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, and that, that is at the heart of being nice versus being kind. You should mm-hmm. also add being in the South, be sweet. Oh, yes. Being sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, well, no, not being sweet has gotten me into some trouble. So we should yeah. definitely talk about the distinction between the two and yeah. what, what's kind and what's nice. Yeah, so nice. And and maybe, you know, for our audience, uh, maybe some of you out there, you've uh, you're familiar with this. Maybe some of you aren't. I don't yeah. know. But... Most of the time, again, we use nice and kind like they're one and the same. They're interchangeable, yeah. Yeah, they're interchangeable. We don't see a difference. Niceness is really about me. Hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable if you're upset with me. Okay. So I'm going to be nice to you. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to hold back from anything. I'm not, there are things I'm not going to say and things I'm not going to do. Um, out of fear that you're not going to like it. So it's really about mm-hmm. my discomfort if you're upset with me. Yeah. Okay. That's what niceness really is about. Yeah. But it's guised in this, well, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. No, I don't want my feelings to feel off if you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is totally preservation for me. Uh-huh. This is about me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whereas kindness says, you know what? You might get upset mm-hmm. with what I'm about to say or do. Mm-hmm. But I really believe it's going to serve you. It's actually going to be helpful for you, for me to show up in this particular way. So a great example, Mm. uh, on a regular basis, I'm Mm -hmm. sure everybody's experienced this. Mm. Have you ever been at a meal, Mm. you've been at dinner Uh with with friends or family or um, strangers, doesn't matter, Mm. and you've been engaged in conversation while you've been talking. Maybe Mm. you've been, you know, over dinner a half hour or so. And then you get up and go to the restroom uh-huh. and you look in the mirror and you notice you've got like spinach in your teeth. <laughs> right? People just mean, they, they want you to have spinach nobody, in your teeth. <laughs> nobody, nobody said anything. Right. 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 Why didn't they say anything? Right. Because they didn't want you to be uncomfortable or awkward or 
Right. Like, no, yeah. because they didn't want to feel uncomfortable saying, "Yes, you got spinach." Or it's like your when teeth. your fly is down. It's like yeah. somebody could have totally just said, "Zip it yeah. up," but they chose not to because that would have put them in an awkward position. Exactly. Whereas uh, kindness would be yeah. like hey. at at the table, be like, "Quick, <laughs> got something in your teeth." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, that's a, an everyday example, mm-hmm. but that is how how it gets lived out for us with bigger things. This sure. this you know being nice because I want to avoid the discomfort of what being truthful and honest with you would actually mean for me. Right. Right. Why would you want someone to have food in their teeth, though? That doesn't make sense to me. I would rather be the person that takes you off to the side because there's ways to. And this kind of goes into the, the, the how do we how do we actually do this in practice? Mm-hmm. There are ways you just take that person off to the side and, hey, listen, you should know. Or do it mm-hmm. in a way that there, it's not overt to the world where everybody can see it. And I think that people struggle with ways of being honest and being authentic because you don't have real relationships mm, with people mm-hmm. if you're not being truthful. And if you're not setting those boundaries, I mean, we've had interactions where you've shared with me and helped me to have a better relationship with you and vice versa, just because yeah, it's important to, to both of us to understand how we work together. Absolutely. And so if you don't have that authentic conversation, y'all are kind of just being fluff and it's not real anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to establish those. So how, how you've given me some good advice. Can you share like with the folks listening, like some of the advice as far as establishing those boundaries? So, uh, yeah. So first yeah. of all, like what well, we, we mentioned this, um, getting clear on the kind of relationship, yes. um, professional or personal sure. that I'm going to engage in. Yes. And then as I'm, um, as I'm meeting new people, mm-hmm. get it's, it's a lot easier to, to, to get it in there at the beginning sure. than it is to try to recreate something down the road. Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> but but it's, it's not impossible to recreate something down the road. Yeah. That, that absolutely, that's always possible because you know what? We, every day is a new day. Yes. We, we have access to create something new every single day. So yes. I'm not saying you're limited because there's been a history mm-hmm. there. And it is, you know, the more that you make this your intention for this is, this is who I do relationship with. Yeah. This is who I am in relationship. It just becomes a normal part of your language. And, and I would say this, like anytime you're learning a new language, mm-hmm. even the language of no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the language of it's, no. It's it's going to be a little clunky at first. Yeah. Right. But if you stay in it, eventually you start getting fluent. Yes. Right. Eventually it really, it really starts to flow. Yeah. So if, you know, getting clear on what kind of relationships you're going to have. And then you start bringing that in and you, um, and you take responsibility for creating that dynamic sure. that's there. And if any, here's the thing, if anything is missing mm-hmm. in your life, in your relationship, if a boundary is missing, mm-hmm. okay, the only reason it's missing is because you have not yet created it. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, and that's not blame. Mm-hmm. This is this is access to to being effective in your life. This is responsibility. Oh, if I can take responsibility for the boundary that's not there mm-hmm. and create th- it, then I can go and effectively uh-huh. create one. I can actually bring something into existence that hasn't been there before. It's like, why is this not happening? You're like, well, this is because I haven't established the boundary. Now I have an opportunity to make that a real thing. Yeah. 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 And there's no judgment in there. Like, sure. oh, this is bad that you haven't done that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just acknowledging and, yeah. being, and becoming aware. Oh, 
this keeps happening yeah. because I haven't clearly established yeah. that I'm not okay with this yes. happening. Yes, like saying, hey, uh, confirm two weeks out. If I haven't said that, then that person doesn't know and you have not set the expectation. Yeah. Yeah. So... So there's, I would say when you, when you're first in this place of setting boundaries, if mm-hmm. you haven't had a habit of that, yeah. then just know it's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. at first. And, um, and you know, it's going to come out. However, it comes out <laughs> and, and, and that you've always got an opportunity to, to go back and keep reestablishing them. So as we wrap up, Mm -hmm. give me three points about boundaries that you would give to somebody in a quick pitch. Like, this is how you establish boundaries. Is that possible? Three. <laughs> well, well, it's it's getting clear okay. on on what it is that you want. Yes. Uh, getting clear that you actually make a difference in creating it, mm-hmm. and then you go and have the conversations, yeah. uh, like intentionally, yeah. that would have that dynamic um, get established. And say, this is, I am setting mm-hmm. this boundary and it's okay for us to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are okay. Mm-hmm. That's and, a hashtag. Yeah. And, and, I would, <laughs> and I would say at the same time, I would also say this, you're going to have some people in your life that are like, no, I, that's, that's not what I want. That's not what I'm signing up for. And that's where you've got to get really clear then. How, how are you going to live your life in the face of that? Yeah. And if you continue to stay in relationship with someone who doesn't want to honor and respect your boundaries, then then that just leaves you tolerating it. So you've got really you've got to get really clear on what you're willing to do in terms of um, those kinds of relationships. Is it a relationship mm-hmm. if they're not mm-hmm. willing to respect you? Mm-hmm. So yes. that's something to think about to the next time that we get together. I'm All Courtney right. Santana. And I'm Becky Henderson. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for watching Leveraging Life. 